Welcome to Beyond Great Sex, the podcast that will revolutionize your sex life. I'm Morgan Horn, I'm a sex and intimacy coach, and I am going to give you the tools to create the mind-blowing sex life that you've been craving. When you apply the teachings from this podcast, you will drop the shame, limiting beliefs, and everything else that has been keeping you from enjoying the intimacy that you were designed to experience. Instead, you will unleash your unlimited potential, sexual and beyond. When you work with me, great sex is only the beginning. We're going beyond. Hey lovelies, are you ready to talk about safety? I know it doesn't sound like a very sexy topic, but it probably is going to be one of the most important episodes of the podcast ever. Because without safety, there can be no pleasure. And helping you create more pleasure in your life is what this podcast is all about. So trust me, you want to listen in on this one. But before we start, I wanted to invite you to rate this podcast. Five stars, of course, because who wants less, right? And even better, write me a review on Apple Podcasts if you enjoy the content. You have no idea how much your feedback lights me up, what it means to me. The whole purpose of this podcast is to help women. And when I hear from you that you enjoy the content and that you notice shifts as you apply the tools, ah, it gives me goosebumps, truly. Also, rating and reviewing the podcast will boost it and help other women find it. So I would be so grateful if you could spend a couple of minutes of your day to show me some love. And when you do, please send me a screenshot, because depending on what part of the globe you're in, I can't see your review. So send me a screenshot either on Instagram or by email. You'll find, you know, all my details on the show notes. And as a thank you, I'll offer you a free strategy session where we can discuss anything you want. And I'll send you a recap after the session with steps for you to go next level on your intimacy. Trust me, this will be fun. And if you don't want coaching, but still want to show me some love, go ahead. The session is not mandatory. Okay. So if you've listened to the last episode of the podcast, we talked about reasons why women sometimes manage to orgasm on their own, but struggle to get there with a partner. And I discussed emotional and physical safety, or the lack of, as one of the main reasons why this happens. So if this is a struggle of yours, you'll definitely benefit from learning more about emotional and physical safety and sex today. Other signs that you might not feel fully emotionally and or physically safe during sex can include having strong, uncomfortable emotions during sex, like feeling agitated, uncomfortable, anxious, afraid, feeling a lot of resistance, or on the contrary, feeling numb, like you're not really there like you're floating, absent, or having sensations like your brain doesn't want to be there, like your mind is trying to escape, being unable to be physically present with your sensations, being unable to let go. There are many, many different ways in which a lack of safety can show up. And if you don't know how to spot it, you might not even know that it's there. So this week, I want to go into a little more detail and explain to you what exactly happens in your body when you don't feel physically or emotionally safe and why this is killing your sex drive, your desire for intimacy altogether, your pleasure, and why it makes it almost impossible for you to reach an orgasm. 
And then next week, I'm going to tell you how you can create safety and security for yourself, for you to feel turned on, alive, to allow that juicy sexual energy to course through your body and to feel buckets of pleasure. The reason I've decided to split this episode into two is because I want to keep episodes short enough. Ideally, I'd like them to be no more than 20 minutes long. That's how I enjoy listening to podcasts. But I also think that some topics deserve to go into a little more detail just because they are that important. And physical and emotional safety is definitely one of them. So like I said, emotional and physical safety is one of the pillars of a great sex life. In order to feel desire, to feel turned on, and to experience pleasure, we need to be in a place of emotional and physical safety. Physical safety is something I think most of us understand, like don't walk out alone at night in that neighborhood because you risk being physically attacked. It means being in a relationship where you're not abused physically, having a home where you feel physically safe not being under any threat of physical harm, and so on. Emotional safety, on the other hand, can be a bit trickier to grasp, just by virtue of the fact that most of us were not taught about our emotions and how they impact our nervous system. Basically, our emotions are invisible energies, vibrations, that move through our body, sending us signals of either pleasure, that's for positive emotions, or pain. That's for negative emotions. And these emotions are reflected in our nervous system. Positive emotions like feeling love, calm, feeling appreciated, feeling connected, feeling safe, emotions of well-being generally will activate our parasympathetic nervous system. That's our relaxation response. That's the part of the nervous system we want to activate to experience desire, pleasure, and eventually have an orgasm. The opposite of the relaxation response is the emergency response, also known as the freeze, fight, or flight mode. That's our sympathetic nervous system, and it is activated by our negative emotions like stress, anxiety, self-loathing, and fear. When our sympathetic nervous system is triggered, it tends to block us from feeling desire and pleasure. Because if you think about it, when our emergency response is activated, our brain thinks it has more important priorities than feeling turned on and experiencing pleasure, and rightfully so. Imagine being in an actual emergency, like someone chasing you or your house being on fire. You don't want to feel relaxed and turned on, do you? You absolutely want to shut that down and be focused and quick to get out of this alive. So essentially, what happens is that some negative emotions completely block us from accessing our desire because they activate our emergency response, which makes it really hard to even want to have sex. And when we do have sex, it can make it very difficult to be present and connect to our pleasure, making it that much more difficult to reach an orgasm. I've used the car analogy before, if you've listened to the podcast, with the gas pedal and brakes to explain desire. When your relaxation response, your parasympathetic nervous system, is activated, that's the gas pedal to your engine. And on the contrary, when your emergency response, your sympathetic nervous system, is activated, that's your brakes. Now, try driving your car with the brakes on. It's going to be challenging. 
So that's for the basic science behind your nervous system. You've got your relaxation response activated by positive emotions, and that's what allows desire and pleasure. And you've got your emergency response activated by negative emotions, and that's what kills your sex drive and makes it very hard for you to feel pleasure. So if we want to have a great sex life, we need to create a sense of physical and emotional safety that will activate our relaxation response. That is creating a space of complete trust in our body, in ourselves and in our partner, where our mind and body can relax, open up and let go. But we also need to avoid activating our emergency response that shuts the whole thing down. So the art of creating a place of emotional and physical safety and ultimately creating an amazing sex life is as much about creating trust, safety, security, love, connection, as it is about decreasing the blocking emotions like stress, anger, frustration, self-loathing, and anxiety, which hit the brakes. Now, how can you know if it's a lack of emotional and or physical safety that is coming in the way of your enjoyment of sex. I think it all starts with self-awareness and exploration. You want to start looking within and listening to what your body is trying to tell you. You know, many of us live lives where our brain, our head is completely disconnected from the rest of our body. We go about our day-to-day -day on autopilot mode, we go through our to-do lists and make plans and decisions with our brain, completely disregarding our emotional state. How often do you check in with your body and pay attention to what it is trying to tell you? This is a big component of the coaching that we do in my program, learning to step out of the brain and into the body. Our emotions are the physical manifestation of our state of mind. In other words, our body sends us messages all the time through our emotions. And learning to listen to those signals is key to creating emotional and physical safety. If sex feels uncomfortable, if you're finding it really hard to let go during sex, if losing control during sex with your partner scares you, if you're feeling strong, uncomfortable emotions during intimacy, or on the contrary, if you're not feeling anything at all, if you tend to feel numb or have a very hard time feeling physical sensations, if your mind tends to want to escape or it feels like you're not fully there, these could all be signs that you're not feeling physically or emotionally safe during sex. Pay attention to your emotions. They carry invaluable information. Once you've identified how you feel, you can start questioning why that is. This lack of safety could come from the relationship you're in, or it could be due to something broader, like past experiences or trauma. So what we want to do is to start by doing a little digging. And why not start with your relationship? How do you feel about your relationship? Do you feel appreciated? Do you feel loved? Do you feel secure in your relationship? Do you feel respected? Do you feel connected to your partner? Do you trust them? Do you feel comfortable with them? Do you feel like you can be yourself around them? No filter. Do you feel like your needs are met in this relationship? And how is the communication? 
And what about the communication around sex and intimacy? Do you feel like you can share the parts of you that you want to share without fear of their reaction or judgment? If not, this could be why you find it hard to let go and feel pleasure during sex. You probably have too many negative emotions triggering your nervous system, like distrust, fear, discomfort, feeling unappreciated, and so on. And this can qualify as a lack of emotional safety and intimacy. And until we clear that up, you're going to find it incredibly hard to let go and enjoy sex with your partner. But like I said, this lack of emotional safety can also be caused by elements outside of the relationship, which can make it even harder to identify at first. I coach women who feel complete trust in their partner, yet they are triggered when having sex or completely unable to let go and enjoy the moment. And they don't know why until we do a little digging and we uncover that their inner dialogue or past experiences have created patterns of insecurity that are now coming in the way of their enjoyment of sex. Typical examples of this include having sex too early in the relationship or being afraid to say stop when you're not ready because you're afraid of being judged or hurting the other person's feelings. It can also include attacking your body with judgment and self-loathing and pressuring yourself to change in order to be sexually desirable, to be lovable. Another one is pushing yourself to have sex with your partner when you don't feel like it or doing things that you don't enjoy because you want to please them. You're afraid that they're going to leave or that they're going to seek it elsewhere if you don't. How many of us have done some of what I've just mentioned? I for sure have had sex too early with a partner before I felt ready, and I've definitely loathed and ill-treated my body. And the problem is that over time, when we repeat these patterns, brains can start associating sex with the self-loathing, with the pressure, the attacks, the chore, feeding a general sense of insecurity around sex that triggers our nervous system. And when our emergency response is activated, our brain will put together elaborate strategies to keep us safe, like killing our sex drive, thinking that if we don't feel desire, we won't have sex and therefore we will stay safe. I see this with many of my clients who initially come to me for help with their libido, only to discover that they unconsciously put in place a protection mechanism that shuts it down. Or another one I see is disconnecting mind and body. Victims of sexual assault will often describe feeling like they were floating, like they were watching their body but weren't really there, or feeling numb, not really feeling anything at all. It's a fascinating protection mechanism that the mind activates to not feel the violence of an attack. And you don't have to be a rape victim to have put that in place, trust me. If you have disregarded your body signals in the past, having sex when you didn't feel ready, when you were not feeling physically or emotionally safe with someone, that's enough for your mind and body to disconnect to avoid the discomfort. And what that does is it makes it very unlikely for you to feel pleasure because you're not really there. You're disconnected. So I want to invite you to pay attention to how you feel when you think about sex about your body, your desirability, your relationship, and also how you feel before you have sex, 
during sex and after sex? What emotions come up? And if you can't put words on it, what sensations do you feel? Is there any picture that comes to your mind? Anything that you see? I want to give you a couple of examples from sessions with the beautiful souls I coach because I think it might resonate with you. Some of my clients who I have coached on safety, sometimes after trauma, have described suddenly freezing during sex, unable to move as if their body transformed into a stone statue, picturing their heads trying to pull up and away from their body, feeling numb, absent, and lightheaded as if their ears were filled with cotton wool, or feeling like an anger monster takes over their body, unable to stop themselves from lashing out at their partner. And I find these few examples so fascinating and so revealing of what these women were going through when you know of their circumstances and past. These are classic examples of freeze, fight or flight reactions and unconscious protection mechanisms in reaction to their nervous system being triggered. And you know what these particular women all had in common when they hired me? They were all married or in long-term relationships with men they fully trusted. They felt emotionally close to their partners, at least three out of the four did. They all felt physically safe around their husbands. They knew their partners would never harm them. Yet, you can tell from their physical reactions that their bodies didn't feel safe during sex. And that's because their nervous system were triggered by unresolved trauma and past experiences. This is why understanding how emotional and physical safety works and learning to spot the signs that you might need some healing there is crucial. It will transform your intimacy, trust me. Once you have identified the emotions or sensations you feel during sex or before, after, because the triggers can happen in apprehension of or after the act, then you can start questioning why you're feeling this way. Like I said, your emotions carry invaluable information. There's your opportunity to understand why you're triggered and to heal. For example, when we explored why my client felt overpowered by anger towards her husband, we uncovered that the anger was an unconscious way to avoid intimacy because there was unresolved trauma associated with being intimate. So her brain came up with this elaborate strategy of picking a fight to avoid any chance of having sex. Also, feeling angry gave her a false sense of control because it felt more empowering than having to face the discomfort of other emotions like vulnerability and fear. And my client who described feeling like her head was trying to pull up and away from her body had unconsciously developed a pattern of disconnecting mind and body during sex after being sexually assaulted at the age of 13. The image says it all, her head literally trying to pull away. And this resulted in not feeling all the pleasurable sensations during sex and also not feeling connected to her spouse. I mean, how could she? She wasn't even connected to her own body. So here we are. I hope that today's episode has enlightened you as to why it is important to feel emotionally and physically safe in order to have pleasurable sex. And I hope you've enjoyed learning about different ways in which a lack of safety can show up. 
And next week, I'm going to tell you how you can create emotional and physical safety for yourself so that you can have the great sex that you're longing for. But as a homework for today, I just want to invite you to step out of your brain and get into your body a little more. In the next few days, try paying attention to how you feel at any given time, and especially before, while, and after having sex. What are your main emotions associated with sex and intimacy? And do you think that these are positive emotions that tend to activate your relaxation response? Or are they negative emotions that tend to trigger your freeze, fight or flight mode? And as you do this exercise, please let me emphasize that your emotions are always valid, whatever they are. You want to be curious about them without judgment. Often when I coach my clients and we uncover how they feel, their first reaction is to feel guilt or shame about their experience, as if they were not legitimate to feel the way they feel. They will rationalize their discomfort or trauma, thinking that they should be over it, or thinking that nothing bad enough has happened that would justify feeling like this. Please do yourself a favor and trust me when I say to you that if your nervous system is triggered, there always is a valid reason and you deserve to love yourself through it. Be your best friend and hold yourself with compassion. Okay, lovelies, that's it for today. I have no idea if I've managed to speak under 20 minutes, probably not, <laughs> but hopefully this episode was worth your time. And I so look forward to continuing this fascinating topic next week. Have a great day. If you have loved this episode, please add a rating, write a review and share it around to help spread the word to all the women out there who need to hear this. I am so grateful for you listening. And if you are ready to take this work deeper, book your discovery session with me at www.morganhorn.com. That is M-O-R-G-A-N-E-H-O-R-N.com. We will explore any issue you would like help with, and you will learn all about my coaching program so you can get started on creating the sex life of your wildest dreams. I will see you there.